good evening happy happy friday october 23rd 2020 hello everyone thank you so much for tuning in thank you for the for for listening to the sound of my voice my name is rachel and this is word today Today, how is everyone, by the way? Um, today, we're going to read a verse from the gospel. Oh, we haven't looked into gospel for um, maybe ever since I started this podcast. Uh, but today, we're going to look into one verse that I received this morning. It is from the book of Mark. No, it's not Mark 11. (laughs) It's Mark 8, verse 35. Mark 8, verse 35. This is the word the Lord spoke. I'm using an ASB version, NASB. This is what Jesus said, for whoever wishes to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake and the gospels will, and gospels will save it. For whoever wishes to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake and the gospels will save it. That is the word of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's a warning for all of us. It's a warning for anyone who think they can get to heaven. They can have life by their own effort, by their own doing. Like they don't need God. They don't need Jesus. Uh, they tell you there are many ways to God. Um, and that's not what the Lord is saying here. And this statement, in fact, this is recorded in all four Gospels. Um, it is recorded in Mark 8.35, Luke 17.33, Matthew 10.39, and John 12.25. Four of them recorded this. That's, that's how important this section of the scripture is um, for all of us to pay attention. Um, If I look from the context here, um, from verse 27, actually the whole chapter chapter 8, it started with Jesus, he fed 4,000 people. There's a uh, there's a, an, another miracle he did where he fed five thousand, but here it tells us he fed four thousand. Um, with um, I believe they were maybe the same scenario. I'm not gonna go over the whole thing, but it was similar scenario where they have two fish with whatever seven bread or something like that, um, and then. When you jump to verse 27, it tells us this is where Peter made the confession. 
after he did those miracles after he showed them some extraordinary um miracles with their eyes they saw it because we know the Jews were looking for signs and Jesus shows them the signs by using very little amount of food to feed thousands of men that's in, we don't even know how many children were there we don't know how many women were there but it tells us the number was 7000 uh 4000 men um so he fed them and among other 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 miracles that he have done if you read from the first chapter to up to this point um so then he asked them now you guys who do you think who what people think think i am what, what what do people say that i am he asked the his disciples and they told him on verse 28 john the baptist others say elijah but one one of one others say they say you are one of the prophets then Trinani he continued by questioning them but who do you say i am that i am he asked now his disciples first it was what do people say i am they told him then he said what about you who do you say i am and peter opened his mouth and answered him and said to him he in the book of mark you are the christ that's what he said you are the christ but we know another gospel i believe it is matthew where i say you are the christ the son of the living the son of god um so jesus here number uh, verse 30 tell us said he warned them to tell no one about him when peter confessed you are the christ what peter was saying you are the one we were reading you are the one whom they prophesied you are the one whom we were waiting for all our lives we heard about you from our father and our forefather and our forefathers we heard about you from the beginning we read about abraham and we read about uh isaac and jacob and we learned about the children of israel in egypt and coming out of Egypt and how your hand was with them and all that the whole story of the this nation of Israel up to that point so that's when he, when Peter confessed that that's what he was implying you are the Christ you are the one we were waiting for and Jesus told them do not tell anyone um i, I i'm not going to go into that why he told them don't tell anyone you would think he would encourage them to tell people but instead he's telling them not to so here on verse 35 um let us let's read the whole thing so then 31 verse 31 he say he began to teach them that the son of man must suffer many things and be rejected by elders and the chief priests and the scribes and be killed and after three days rise again and he was stating the matter plainly and peter took him aside and began to rebuke him this is the fun one too peter rebuked lord jesus verse 33 but turning around and seeing his disciples he rebuked peter and said get behind me satan you are not setting your mind on god interest but on man's and he summoned he summoned the crowd with his disciples and said to them if anyone wishes to come after me he must deny himself 
and take up his cross and follow me. Then our verse today is, for whoever wishes to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake and the gospels will save it. For whose, what profit does it, what, for what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and forfeit his soul? For what will a man give in exchange for his soul? For whoever is ashamed of me and my words is this adatlas. In this adatlas and sinful generation, the Son of Man will also be ashamed of him when he comes in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. And that's how it ends. So simple. Jesus is talking about life, eternal life. He's not talking about physical life. He's talking about eternal life. And he, here he already, already been identified that he's the Christ, he's the Savior, he's the Messiah who will come to save the world from our sins. And he already fed this crowd of 4,000 plus women and children. And um, his disciples have told him that people say you are Messiah, some say you are Elijah, others say you are one of the prophets. But when um, Peter uh, confessed he's the Christ, so everybody knew those close, uh, his disciples, or all of them knew that he's the Messiah. Um, he came. He's the one who came into the world to save it. And so here he's now preaching, telling them, um, he's, verse 31, he said he began to teach them. He, he's teaching them what's going to happen now to Messiah. He was there, he said now... Uh, because they were expecting he's going to come and be the king. You know, they're going to crown him and be the king and all that. And, you know, life going to be perfect from there on. But that's not what Jesus came to do in the first time. He came, he said he must suffer many things. He must be rejected by the priests, the scribes, and must be killed. And after, after three days, he will rise again. So this is, was probably a shocking news for them. Uh, I guess that's the reason also he told them not to tell anyone. But he already revealed to them that's what's going to happen to this Messiah. Um, and then he said, now, you guys, that's what's going to happen. And if whoever um, desire to come after me must deny themselves, take up their cross and follow me. And that's when he said that that's our verse today. Whoever wishes to save his life will lose it. He's talking about eternal life. The only way to gain eternal life is by following him. And he already told them that he's going to be killed. He's going to be rejected. He's going to be killed. And he's going he, he gonna to die. And he, he will rise again in, in three days. And then he, he tells them, now, if you want to, you know, you, you like your life, you want to live then you and you want to follow you have a desire to follow me then you need to deny yourself you need to deny everything you ever known and and, and accept what i'm telling you and, and and believe me what i'm saying and follow me and be uh, i'll be your lord and you'll be my my servant you'll be my slave um i believe that most likely it was a very difficult thing to swallow for these people because that's not they were expecting um, what we learned today is you cannot um, buy uh, eternal life. Um, 
and he we know this by verse 6 where he said for what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and forfeit his soul if somebody have money if the kingdom of god was bought by money or anything then the rich people would be easier for them to to get in i mean or maybe only rich people be able to get in or maybe god would have made a system where everybody would be rich so that to Everybody could buy it. Maybe only few couldn't. Uh, but that's not the case. You find the number of rich people is very small, but number of poor people is large. Um, so Jesus is telling them, this is how you gain into the system. This is how you gain the kingdom of God. This is how you, you gain life, eternal life. You must deny yourself. You must leave behind everything you ever known. Everything. And you must take up your cross and follow me. The cross is really symbol. It's symbolizing. It's it's a symbol of crucifixion. You you carry that on your back on your back to go and be crucified. Really nailed on the on, on the tree and die completely. Die. It's 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 a symbolic. It is a metaphor. Um, but that's what Jesus is explaining. You need to leave everything. Like you, you came out naked, you're going to go back naked. You came out with nothing. That's how you're supposed to do when you go to Jesus. Go with nothing. Let him fill you with everything, including life. So that's what we get from this verse. Verse 37 tell us, For what will a man give in exchange for his soul? He's a must, it's, this is a matter of your soul. It's not a matter of your physical body. Your physical body, obviously, is going to die one day. Unless Jesus comes before that and be caught up. Like, you know, Elijah did. Two people did that. Elijah and I believe the first one guy, Enoch, in, in, in the Old Testament. Only two people who never first date death. Um... So that can happen again if Jesus comes today or comes a time where we're still alive. So he's not talking about the physical death. He's talking about the spiritual death, the permanent separation with God. He say, what will a man give? What will you give in exchange for your soul to save it? What will you give? Nothing. The only thing you can give is yourself. It's to abandon everything you've ever known. Everything you ever have, everything you ever achieved, everything. Abandon another chapters, another person. He said, if you love your mother and father more than me, you're not worthy of me. If you love your children, if you love this life, if, if the love of this world is in you, John Apostle wrote that, then the love of God is not in you. You have to abandon everything you have to come penitent you have to come contrite you have to come naked you have to come thin you have to leave every baggage that you ever carried from the time you was born you have to be i don't know how to you know how the sheep when it's going for a slaughter You completely surrender. That's what you need to do. 
That's what I need to do. The good news is we don't give birth to ourselves. So just the same thing with salvation. We cannot save ourselves. That's that's the good news. It's God's work in you. He already gave us his word. He preaches word, we believe, we receive, we get saved. But the journey start there now to drop everything. Up to this point these disciples were just, you know, they're fishermen, they they just have they they've seen this man, this they've heard about. I mean, he's doing all these miracles and wonders. He's turning stunned them with things that he 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 did the way he spoke with authority i mean it was unique human being they ever seen or been around with and then he's telling them who he is they already identify him who he is he's god in the flesh the word became flesh and dwelt among us that's John 1 that that is him and then he tells them look now i'm going to show you the way of life and this is how you go about you deny yourself you take up your cross and follow me but before he told them that, he told them the son of man what will be doing. He will be rejected by the elders, the priests, the scribes, be killed and after three days rise again. He will demonstrate what carrying the cross will look like. In fact, he will carry the cross for the whole world. And all people who follow him Abandon everything. Everything. The only thing they can carry is the cross. So that's the verse for today. I don't know. Um, you are spiritual status. God knows. I don't know your heart. God knows. Um, people boast. They boast about education. They boast about money, about bank account. They boast about 401k. They boast about health. They boast about everything. Power, fame. Um, This life is a vapor. It's going to come to an end one way or the other. Uh, it, it has been pre, preordained to, to, to come to an end. And if you don't believe it, um, just, just go over all the people you ever met before in your life. Some of them are no longer here. Maybe some of them are closer to you. Some of them are far distance. But you know somebody who is no longer with you. Uh, if you don't believe it, uh, look at the pictures of yourself. Five years ago, ten years ago, 
two years ago, even two days ago. You see the difference. You are in the process, dying process. That's what you are. The moment you came into this world, you, the, the dying process started. Um, where are you going to go after that? You need to know where you're going. And if you don't know where you're going, this is the message for you. Jesus said, follow me. He said, whoever wishes to save his life, do you want to save your life? You will lose it if you do it yourself. But whoever loses his life for my sake and the Gospels will save it. Jesus is saying to you, lose your life today. Stop boasting about what you have, who you know, where you're going, what you're going to do tomorrow. Stop boasting about those things. Those things comprise of life. But it's a temporary, a borrowed. There is a real life, eternal life, where you spend with him. And if you want to enter into that life, it, it does, it's not in the future, by the way. It, started, it starts here in the, on earth. If you want to gain that life, if you want to have to save it, to have that life. If you want to save it, then you need to lose your life, abandon it completely and, and, and follow Jesus and, and take up your cross and, and follow him. And do it, and once you are saved, preach the gospel. That's, that's the only duty that we have. That's why he say, Whoever, this part two, but whoever loses his life for my sake, you must lose your life for his sake. And the gospels, lose your life for Jesus' sake and Jesus' gospel. Take this gospel after you lose your life, after you receive yours, now you go and preach the gospel to others so they do the same. If you do that, you will find life. But if you don't, if you think you're going to get to God in many ways, if you think you will be able to do, to work your own salvation, you're going to lose that life and you will never find it. That is the warning from today's verse. So I pray for you all whom the Lord have not touched yet. I pray that the Holy Spirit come as you hear this word today do the work in your heart so that you can believe and lose your own life and stop boasting on your own uh, effort and, and, and things that you have, whether it's money, whether you, the, you have the whole world, whether it's a power or fame, surrender to Christ and to his gospel and you will find life and life more abundantly. That is my prayer for you today.
That is my prayer for you today in Jesus' name. Amen.